Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Chat Podcast. It is Thursday, July... It's January. Jan- it's not July. <laughs> wow. January 12th. January 12th. I must have said July 11th. January 12th, wild card, super, super wild card weekend time. Playoffs are here, everybody. Let's give a round of applause to the playoffs and NFL. Uh, just to set the stage for all the people, um, it's going to be a little bit of an interesting show. We have six people. Uh, we have Jack... Mitch, Cole, Eli, Reed, and Mercer joining us. Mercer, Thank you for having me. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Is this your first time? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Are you sure? I feel I, like it's. Second. I was on a live show that got cut short. And uh, it was in the early days. But okay. I'm, I'm glad to be back. But you're back. Yeah. yeah. Fresh out of Miami. Fresh out of Miami. <laughs> Three well, out of five. What up? <laughs> I feel like it's more out of Bothell because. Yeah. Yeah, you came I, I from. I flew in from Bothell. Right. Right. <laughs> and you, yeah. We flew them in. We did. Um, <laughs> anyway, six people, three mics. So, um, yeah, we just got... If, if there's a little bit of wrestling around, that's why. We're sharing mics. We're going to be practicing patience today, boys. We are. We already... The word of the day is patience. We were playing musical chairs a little earlier. I stole cool seat. I felt bad. Now I'm in the seat. <laughs> I feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how the day's going. Um, all right, we're going to get to... I, I'm actually really excited for this show. Uh, we got a lot of cool things. We're going to rank teams in the playoffs. We're going to rank quarterbacks, talk a little natty. We're going to give our picks, maybe come up with a parlay. Who knows? Cook something up, get in the lab. Um, but first, Black Monday, we had the, I think we have five, five head coaching openings uh, as we get into this offseason. Uh, so I, I have the teams. We have the Cardinals, the Texans. The Broncos, Colts, Panthers. Are there any teams that I'm missing out of this five? That's that's what I have. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, what what in your guys' opinion is the most desirable location? If you were the if you were the top dog, the top head coach in candidate, which job out of those five? This is, it's a pretty grim list, if I'm being honest. Which which one would you want the most? I'd say if you're setting up for retirement, Arizona's looking pretty sweet, but... The weather's nice. Yeah, I, not much else out of that. Football-wise, <laughs> possibly. I mean, if you're like an offensive-minded guy, you would probably want to like... You probably would want a shot at Denver just because Ru- you like you look at it and be like, oh, I could be the guy to turn around Russ. The thing is there, you're kind of stuck with Russ. Like, exactly, that's the only downside. But I mean... Uh, like. That's probably the best. Like you have a you have a top five defense. You have a former superstar quarterback. Um, I mean, you have a decent roster. I mean, that's probably the the Texans have the number one or number two pick. I was gonna say if the Texans had the number one pick, I think they would maybe be because then you have a chance at Bryce. But now you don't. We have the number two pick, so you kind of. I haven't done my deep dive yet. Because it's not draft season, it's still football season, playoffs. Uh, maybe CJ is not a bad consolation prize as the second pick. No, no, I don't think so at all. I I completely agree. Um, I I think you could also make the argument. I don't. The Panthers are a tough one because you need the quarterback. But the thing about the Panthers that I really like, that division is garbage, garbage. That would be the toughest part about the Broncos is that you're like. Yeah, we do have Russ, and we do have a good roster, but 
man, having to play Mahomes and Herbert twice a year is is rough. Yeah. Plus, fight your way out. Plus, Tom Brady probably out. True. I mean, yeah, it's I I completely agree with that too. It's like that division, you're guaranteed like at least a couple wins. I mean. The Falcons, there's not much mm-hmm. of a unless I, I don't even know what they can no, do to no, make themselves better. I mean, and then the Bucks are probably going to blow it up. The Saints, that that's a pretty grim future as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think one of the only other divisions that might be worse is um, is the AFC South, and two of those teams are on this list. True. And so if you're uh, if you're looking to be a head coach this season, you're looking at both of those teams, and you're like, I could end up in that division on either one of those teams. And to be honest, I don't think I'd want to be on either of those teams. No, I don't think I would either. The Colts is such a weird one. They have the fourth pick. I didn't realize that. And we've been, we always say they're quarterback away. I don't know if there's a chance they get Stroud or Young, but they have the fourth pick. Their defense could look good if they get a defensive pick. Though, too. Yeah, and they don't have, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, I don't know. It, I, that, he has a lot of potential, but... He hasn't really shown it this season. He showed it his first year and yeah, his second year. I feel like they could have, they might have missed their window messing around with Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. Like that old line's not as good as it's been. It's, they're kind of old. They had to pay Quentin Nelson. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know if they. I think they might have missed their window a little bit. Are are the Cardinals the worst? Houston, you could you might get fired in a year. <laughs> well, same thing with Indianapolis. That's going on. All but the Houston, I mean, four head. What is it? Four now or five head yeah. coaches in this five four years. in a row. This will be the fourth. Yeah, they had Lovey, Coley, and then was it Bill O'Brien the one before? So this will be yeah. the fourth coach in four years. I think Arizona and Denver, you're kind of hand tied to a quarterback for pretty much your entire coaching tenure, or hopefully your entire like. Yeah. But both of those quarterbacks at one time or more have been talked about in an MVP conversation. Russ right. has been multiple times, and last year before the season started, most people's favorite to win MVP was Kyler Murray. And through the first half of the season, he showed it. Like they were very, they were a good team. I mean, they weren't. What were did they go eight zero last year? Yeah, like they weren't the best eight zero team ever. But I mean, he they were solid. They were a good team. The if I'm a if I'm like a potential head coach candidate and I'm looking at Denver and Arizona, um, I think those quarterbacks like yes you are like hand tied to them, but they are going to be way better than any quarterback at those other three teams. But I think a downside to that is that um, like if things go south, like even like what if we find out that at Denver maybe Russ is just bad now, and then they start just firing every head coach they hire, and so but it's gotten to the point, and maybe the same thing at Arizona where like. If your team sucks, and even if it's not your fault as a brand new head coach, you're probably you're probably leaving before the quarterback is, and so it's like more pressure when you have a, a more established quarterback or a more established team. Well, we I mean we've been seeing with Russ is he's pretty prone to injury now. It's I mean that could go any which way in in how they perform, especially over the next six years. It's, they shouldn't have signed him to that deal, but it's my opinion. <laughs> Uh, it'll be inter- interesting to see Kyler back after his injury too, because he's not. I mean, just looking at him, you probably don't think he's the most durable quarterback in the league. And yeah, he's proved that too. But yeah, but I, I I would rather 
I th- I'd still rather have be a coach and have Kyler as my quarterback than whoever Indianapolis. Yeah, sc- that's true. Scrapes up. <laughs> All right, let's flip the script. If you are a GM of one of these teams, we'll throw out Harbaugh and Peyton because Sean Peyton, you have to have the organization that's willing to trade for it. Um, and I think most, I think probably all five of these teams would take Sean Payton if they could. Harbaugh is just an interesting case because I don't, we, we've seen this from Harbaugh in the past where he said he wants to go to the NFL and, and doesn't really. But out of the coordinators that are there, who who do you guys like the best as a potential head coach? I like Ben Johnson a lot on the Lions. That's just the first name that comes to my mind. I haven't done my coaching search deep dive, but I mean... That offense isn't, they had one of the top offenses this year and they don't have a loaded offense. I mean, it's a lot of Jared Goff, who people kind of kicked to the curb. Amon Ra, who was a fifth round pick, fourth round pick. Yeah, I like the, I like Ben Johnson. I think he could be fun. Yeah, I had his name, his name circled as well. You guys have any other ones? I think one of the, one of the bigger ones I remember from the season is D'Amico Ryans. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big one, especially I think like, I don't know a team like Denver who has a like a strong defense. That defense would be insane if D'Amico got hired as their uh, head coach. When I saw one of the names I saw on Twitter today was Eric Bieniemy, and again, I haven't really, I haven't really done my head coaching research yet. But he was a name that was thrown around a lot in the last like season, two, or three. two seasons. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, he's going to be head coach. Like he's the the offensive coordinator for like one of the best if not the best offense in the NFL in the last at least five years or whatever. And then it just never happens. And like, if it doesn't happen this year, I don't know if it'll ever happen for him, but I mean, if you're Eric, the enemy, do you want to leave a dynasty? Like that's, I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a coordinator's one of the easier, or this way easier job than a head coach. But I think this might be an interesting year because it's his first year without Tyree kill. And I think we really got to see the Chiefs offense as an, instead of just being like, oh, we have Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey. I, th- I remember going in this year, we were all like, okay, the, yeah, they still have Mahomes and Andy Reid, but no Tyree Kill and an old Kelsey. I mean, obviously Kelsey's played out of his mind, but maybe this is the year that people buy into the enemy as a play caller a little bit more than just the Chiefs offense. Well, I mean, you can see how much he, on the Dolphins he accounted for. And, and switching over to that, then the Kansas City is just accounted for, like, going forward. I think they've done better. If I mean, if not gotten Kelsey more passes, he's had breakout seasons. Amazing. Yeah, he's a top receiver in the league, and he's a he's tight, a tight end. end. First to 10,000. Insane. Um, just, well, we can do more head coaching stuff later in the offseason, but a couple of the names. Uh, Dan Quinn, I think, got an interview with um, the Broncos. That'll be interesting because he has been with Russ before. Um, Shane Steichen is a hot name. The, the Eagles offense coordinator. Definitely think he'll get some buzz. Um, Ken Dorsey, I put in along with the enemy, who's the Bills offense coordinator. And then David Shaw. We were talking about this earlier today. David Shaw, former Stanford head coach, getting some NFL head coaching buzz. Um, along with this head coaching changes, we also have some quarterback changes. Um, I just kind of wanted to run through quickly some of the teams that are eliminated already that we think will change quarterbacks over the offseason. I don't want to give predictions yet. We'll do free agency predictions after the playoffs. But t- I'm going to run through this list of teams. You guys tell me if they're changing quarterbacks 
or not. And then you guys can feel free to add any other ones that I forget. Okay. So I've got the Raiders. Yes. <laughs> that, that news came out today. Wait, are we doing this one at a time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. One at a time. Good. Thanks for the clarification. Just, yes. One. Well, what was that? Uh, not <laughs> like that, that. That, was, that was my iPad. My bad. Um, okay. So yes, Raiders. Colts. Yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Jets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Starter. Yes. Yeah. Will Zach, Zach Wilson or Matt or Mike White be starting with this team next year? In the week Neither. one. Neither. No. I think it depends on who they get. I think they're going to plan on no. Yeah. If they don't find anyone, maybe. Commanders. Like Sam Howell. Taylor Heineke. Possibly. I like Taylor Heineke. He's got a lot of potential. I think Heineke just getting benched at the end. I don't think he comes back. And then and it's just tough to be like, we're going to go with Howell this year after he played fine or good. He played good. He, does, he had a good game. Does, one game. Um, Heineke, was he on a one-year deal? Does anyone know? He's a free agent, I know. That's what, Okay, so he is. That's, yeah. that's what I was asking. Is yeah. I think if he is a free agent, some other team will pay him to be their backup. And I think... Washington would be fine with like Sam Howell competing to be a starter. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm not saying they'll go into week one having Howell be the 100% um, starter, but uh, like I definitely think that after what they saw from him uh, in that game against the Cowboys, when it's not like the Cowboys were resting their starters either, like the, the Cowboys were fighting for better seating. And um, I don't know, he played. I thought he played pretty well. He had a couple plays where I was like, ooh, that's – but he's also first game as a rookie. I mean, he looked decent against a good defense, and he had a good preseason this year. So I think they give him a shot. I think as a starter or – I, I think they would – I think they'd be fine with, like, bringing someone else in and letting him be – They they give him a shot to compete for the yeah, job. The that's match. that's what I'm saying yeah, for yeah. sure. Because this year he was just buried on the depth chart the whole time. Exactly. He was shot. third. Well, I, I also think this is just a reflection of the the Reds – or the commander's front office and like their coaching in general. Like, I mean, they just flip flopping all over the place. It's, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's no, pretty dysfunctional. Pretty w- poorly run franchise. Yeah. Uh, Texans are on there for sure. I don't think it's Davis Mills week one. No, it can't. It can't Probably be. Not. Uh, Panthers. Who'd they end the season? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. That's fine. I think they keep Sam Darnold. You got to talk louder, Mitch, and get closer I to the mic. I think they keep Sam Darnold because I think he's good for that team. I think he fits their system well. His Did you see his final stat line from the last game? He had five completions for 30 yards. I, I think throwing Baker in there kind of threw, like, threw something at him too. That, that can't feel good as a as a quarterback. You think you have the franchise, and then they, they pull Baker. I, I don't know. I know you're a big Baker guy. but I still stand on that. That I think Baker's still better. I don't think either of them are that good, but I think I would still say Baker's an upgrade from Darnold. That's, we saw we fair. saw this year we saw both of them play decent and both of them play bad. So I mean they're in the same spot. That's, if it, if fair. it's gonna be a guy that's already in that room, I don't think it matters because I think there are any like either Darnold or Baker or I don't know if PJ Walker's still in there. Like they'll have good games and they'll have really bad games. And it's just they're going to have a new head coach who's going to want something. He's going to try him out. Maybe even bring in a new guy. Like, I feel like this is going to be a team where they're not going to be confident with a starter 
at all this season. And I also think, yeah, like playing the quarterback roulette game is never a winning success. I mean, no, what's not the, what's at all. If you have two number one quarterbacks, you don't have one. Like, yeah, I don't think I think you kind of have to clean do a clean slate and maybe either trade for one. Sign. There's I think there's and five starting quarterbacks that are free agents next year. Maybe try to go at one of them or draft a guy. So, but Darnold is Darnold a free agent? I don't think he is. Is he? I think he has one more year. I thought they signed him. Oh, maybe he is. I, I know they s- brought him in because the Jets didn't pick up his fifth year. I just don't remember if it was a one or two year deal. Either way, I mean, you said having two number one quarterbacks is a is you have none. And even when uh, even in the Panthers situation, they have like two number three. Quarterbacks. That's what I said. I don't so know, they don't like, <laughs> they don't they don't have <laughs> they don't have an issue with like keeping anybody happy in that sense. I mean, like. They need to just go out and get their guy that they're confident in. Don't worry about Darnold's feelings. Don't worry about PJ's feelings. It's not, they don't owe anything to him. Exactly. I think they're both backups for the rest. Uh, they don't really have yeah. a whole lot of starting opportunities left. So, yeah. I'd and that's, it might not be horrible, horrible to bring Darnold back in as a backup. No, exactly. Someone else that you need to be. You draft like Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. Is it Will Levis or Will Levis? I think it's Will Levis. Yeah. Will that's Levis. what I thought. Too. Will Levis. If you draft one of those guys, maybe Darnold plays. First couple of games, like what Mitch Trubisky did, they could still win that division. They almost won it this year. So it's possible, especially if Tampa Bay blows it up. Yeah, for sure. Ravens. I I really the more the more and more we get like farther into the season, I really don't think they re-sign Lamar. I I I kind of want I I kind of think it would be fun to see Lamar on a different team, and yeah, I just don't. The further you get into the season, you're going to have to offer him. He wants a lot of guaranteed money and you probably, I don't think they're willing to pay that. So I, I think you're going to see someone throw a contract at him. and He's just going to take it. Exactly. Like something big giants have a lot of cap space. I think the jets have a good amount of cap space. Patriots have a good amount of cap space. There's teams that would like to have them. I think plus the last two seasons, Lamar has missed a decent amount of games. Dude. Oh wow. That was bad. Yeah, <laughs> that was crap. <laughs> a good amount of games due to, um, Injury and uh, I mean, with a like running quarterback like that, if you're the Ravens and you've had past success before him, I feel like you'll kind of think that maybe you can after him as well and that you don't necessarily need him. I mean, you have a good head coach in John Harbaugh, a good defense. I mean, just build up the offense a little more, and I feel like they're gonna kind of think that. They don't need Lamar. And that, that Ravens front office is really good at developing players, especially on the defense and offensive line. And I think they kind of have their formula where they don't really want the quarterback and well, they're going to kind of go for. I think if you went back to a Flacco-style quarterback, like, I mean, just kind of sit in the pocket, don't have too much, and then you could kind of build your, your run game up a little better. They, they've had a great run game in the past. But they seem like the type of, type of franchise too that moves on pretty quickly yeah. from these players where they don't like to pay so it does it doesn't shock me that they're not wanting to give this kind of guaranteed money to lamar but I, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right move i would just hate to see him get franchise tagged that would suck he deserves a lot of money i mean he's a top 10 quarterback like he deserves to get paid and i don't i don't think the ravens will do that so it is interesting talking about wondering you know if they're gonna throw money at Lamar and they just made Roquan Smith the highest paid off ball linebacker. 
So. True. But does uh, anyone have any other teams? But wait, before we to yeah. go back to the Panthers, uh, according to SpotRack, Sam Darnold and PJ Walker are free agents. Yeah, so I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring one of those guys back, right? Yeah, it would make sense. Then you don't have to go out and sign two quarterbacks. I also think it's not the end of the world if they don't sign those guys. <laughs> oh. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> no, totally. But I just <laughs> think, if I, especially as a backup, if I'm a team, I'd rather sign a backup. I'd rather have like the Chase Daniel formula where I just have a guy that's been a backup on the same team for like seven years. Or like Gino was that guy for the Seahawks who was, and Tavares Jackson was before him. Like I'd rather have that backup that I'm just like, yeah, this is our backup. And knows and, his role. Yeah. Yeah, develop. And I think, yeah, that could be... I don't know. Maybe you could convince that Sam Dar- convince Sam Darnold. That's him. Be like, hey, buddy, you're just gonna. We're probably he's probably gonna get hurt. Whoever we bring in, then then it's yours again. Like, <laughs> go make ahead. Fifty million dollars career earnings. Right. Playing. You're, I hope they let him test the market, and then he's like, yeah, okay, you guys are right. I can't get in. Give me, <laughs> give me eight million. I'll come back. They're like, hey, there you are. <laughs> yeah, he's he's only like he's twenty five, and so. I don't know. He's. I don't think he'll fall off the face of the earth. But yeah, I don't see him being the starter ever again unless he really turns a new leaf. I don't see any team yeah paying him to be a or bringing oh. him in to be a starter. Yeah. yeah. Any other teams? What about the Saints, Jack? Saints. Well, all our teams, Saints and Seahawks, are potential new quarterback teams. Ah. Uh, hmm. What do you guys think? I would say Saints. I think the Saints need a quarterback to compete. I mean, at all. I that, do that too. That division is so sad right now. It's yeah. For the Seahawks too, I don't. I'm in the camp of develop your roster, and I think Geno's a good enough quarterback where you can still have a. I think he's. A, I I like Geno, so I would like to keep Geno if you're not going to get Stroud or Young, and I don't think he'll be that they'll be there at the fifth pick. So I honestly think this it played pretty well into the Seahawks' hands where he's not playing at that Pro Bowl level that he was at the middle of the season when everyone was talking extension. So we have good ammo not for him to ask for a four-year deal. Like, I think we can now go to two years, $25 million a year. Like, hey, buddy, that's $25 million a year is no joke. Like, two years, $50 million, come be our quarterback. And if you're still good after that, then we'll make you the, the franchise quarterback. But I'd be happy with that if I was, to see, if I was as a Seahawks fan. I'd, if we signed Geno tomorrow to two years, $50 million, I'd be like, sign me up. That's mm-hmm. totally fine with me. Well, and I think if you guys got another offensive weapon, because Tyler Lockett's getting a little older now, you, 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 we've been looking at the defensive side of the ball a lot for the Seahawks, but you do need somebody new. DK Metcalf's great. A lot, a lot of new receivers could learn from him. Um, the run game is pretty solid. You got a good stable running backs too, but. Yeah, I agree. I'm pro pick a wide receiver in the first four picks of the draft for us. And then Saints, I think we're all in agreement. They, yeah, Andy Dalton cannot be the starter anymore. I, as nice a Saint, guy. as a Saints fan, I just every time I see him drop back in my head, it's like pick six. This is gonna get taken back the other way, and uh, it's just. It's so painful to watch because at one point he was awesome. Andy Dalton was a stud early in his career. He was a pro bowler, taking the Bengals to the playoffs and everything. But it's like he's not that guy anymore. And he'd be a great like backup to have where he 
if you draft a younger guy and you have Andy Dalton behind him, just kind of like helping him out, teach him the offense. Andy's been there now. This, I think this is his first year. I mean, like, I think that's a, that's a great place for Andy too. And I think Andy's a great dude. I mean, he's a nice guy. Okay. Yeah. Great guy. Nice guy. Just not a, just not a good not ball a good, player. Not a nice quarterback though. Yeah. No, I, not nice I, to me. I hate him, <laughs> but you're a nice guy, Andy. I totally think he could be that. He could be that backup. No, exactly. Yeah. Just be a mentor. I mean, he's seen. Be the Chase Daniel. He's been, he's been a starter for a long time. He's yeah. been a, he's been a good starter for a long time. He's just older. I, I think it's his time to be kind of like, like passing it on. Yeah. Pass it on to a younger guy. If the Saints were able to somehow get their hands on, I don't think they will, but like if they got a younger guy like Will Levis or another like pocket passer in the draft or anything, I mean, and having Andy Dalton just kind of like help them with the uh, with the offense or if they were able to sign somebody in free agency. I mean, I think just because you guys anything. don't have any picks, I think it'd have to become through free agency. Yeah, exactly. That's the trading up to get Chris Olave. He would have been there, man. He oh. Maybe uh, Stetson Bennett. <laughs> Never utter that name to me again. <laughs> I lost. Oh. All right. Um, next question we have. This was a TikTok question. I think it kind of went viral on TikTok. At least that's how. I don't know. I mean, we both saw it. Yeah, so it has to be somewhat. <laughs> it went viral in this household. Yeah, it did. Um, Target the out. question was to uh, teams in the playoffs, if they could bring back one player on offense and defense in their prime to help them win to go on a playoff run this year and they have to be from that team from that team yeah so are we just doing our team we're rooting for or yeah i mean i don't want to do every team yeah okay i, I so, figured that, that might take a while no that'd be way too long but as the seahawks who do you think can i go first yeah i want to i had so i was looking so my first thought was Walter Jones and Bobby Wagner. However, I think this might be too much positionally switching it up. But for the defense, I'm going to go with Cortez Kennedy. I didn't realize Cortez Kennedy was a three-time All-Pro and eight-time Pro Bowler in 10 years. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's stuck. So I'm going to go, and he played defensive tackle. And I think we have a bigger hole at defensive tackle than we do at linebacker. So I go Cortez Kennedy for the defensive side. And I thought about Steve Hutchinson, put him at guard. And I think I'm still going to go Walter Jones just because Walter Jones is one of the best tackles of all time. So, yeah. And then we can run the football still. Do you, did, any, did you have one thought, Mitch? Yeah, I did. Yeah, let's hear it. Talk into the mic. Yeah. Uh, so my defensive player is what Cole just said in Bobby Wagner. I have Bobby Wagner as my defensive person. And then my offensive player is Jimmy Graham. Whoa. His prime was probably one of the like top three all time for tight end, so that's why I have Jimmy Graham. I like that. I like. I that love lot. that pick, Mitch. I didn't think about getting prime Jimmy Graham. That's a good point because that that is the question is if you get that player in their prime, that's a good one. Jimmy Graham would be sick. I think you could throw um, Steve La- or Steve Largent in that mix as well. We were just talking about having another weapon. That'd be pretty sick. Three wide receivers. I think Sean Alexander is the natural like offensive player, but I, I agree. I don't think we need a running back. You could argue prime Russell Wilson. I was going to say, at <laughs> any point in any of your guys' minds, did what? Because like when I thought for the Seahawks, I was like, oh, just get prime Russell Wilson. He was awesome. I mean, I, I moonball the DK every play. Come on. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought about it for sure. I just, I'm so mad. Mitch, not. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I also think defensively, I think you guys are right. Cortez and, and Bobby are probably the top two. I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't even consider Cortez. I would throw Cam Chancellor's name. I thought about mix. that too. And I thought about Richard Sherman. You can have Woolen on one side and Sherman on the other. That'd, That'd be, be nice. pretty. But then we just get ran on the entire time by the <laughs> Niners. So True. Cam Chancellor, though, could help the run. I just roll him up. Play him at a nickel. He is my fate was my favorite player. Yeah, he's my favorite Seahawk of all. Yeah, time. same. He was so fun. Okay, I just looking up Bobby Wagner made a Pro Bowl from 2014 to 2021, and he was an All Pro every single one of those years except two. Yeah, he's that's he's, an insane run he went on. There. He's just I think for this exercise, like you just need a good standalone player and in, in a position that you need obviously, but you need somebody who's gonna stand out, especially in their prime. Whereas, I mean, you have Gino right now. I think Russ in, in Gino's spot, I feel like you can you, you, you need some something more somewhere else. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. Jordan Brooks did just uh, just get hurt. I mean, Bo- Bobby, man. Yeah, that's Bobby was a stud. Yeah, I, I, all pro and he's, seven years. He's old and he's still a stud. Like, he is still yes. one of the best linebackers. I would really love him to come back next year on the Seahawks. I think that'd be really cool. I saw so the the next um, one of the other guys on the podcast that, that asked this question uh, is a Niners fan, and he said on offense he'd take Jerry Rice over Joe Montana. Jerry Rice could be on the Seahawks too. I didn't even think about that. That doesn't count. They have to play like. <laughs> but but if you're the Niners, if you're the Niners, Joe Montana or Jerry Rice. Joe Montana. You have Brock. Per- I would take Jerry. That's that's what I said too. He was like, "No, I mean, could you imagine if you added Jerry Rice to that group of weapons?" And I was like, it- "Well, you wouldn't play all of them." Yeah. <laughs> right. And and Niners. I know we're just about to play them, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lose. Probably, hopefully, not that badly. But man, they are cocky. It is a lot of like, Brock Purdy's never lost as a starter. He's not gonna lose this. Into- I'm like, guys, he's is still. And I love. I think he's awesome. It's a great story. But man, it's been. They're invested in the six whole weeks. Relevant thing. Seriously, I don't know. I feel like in the 49ers system, I would prefer Steve Young. Ooh, that's fair. That's With good. Shanahan, that would be sick. Yeah, that's a really. I, I like that. I feel like I'd prefer that. I uh, want to throw another name out there. Kaepernick. I mean, Prime <laughs> Kaepernick was pretty nasty. So he was so good. Just toss it up. That'd be with so Shanahan, dude. I mean, I don't. I'm not a. I. I don't know. I just as a name, I wanted to throw out there. That'd be fun. I mean, Prime Kaepernick was disgusting. He was nasty before he got benched. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any. Anything else on that? Did you have any other team that you wanted to go over? Well, I thought we were all going to do our teams. I got the Broncos. But who's your team? Do the Saints. The Saints. Reed. But the Saints aren't in the playoffs. We're doing. I thought we were just oh, saying. I I, the question was if your team mm. is to make a playoff run. Oh, okay. I thought it was only a playoff team. Oh well, go. I don't have to go. No, do the Saints. No, the Saints. I want to hear you go. Yeah, I want to hear the Saints. Please. I like that. Eli, do the Bills. No, no. we want the Saints. I don't. Well, the Saints is. I don't easy. know enough about the NFL. Drew Brees. It's Drew Brees, and who do I have for defense? Jonathan Vilma. No, we have Demario Davis and Pete Werner. We don't need. Um, Darren Charber, Trey Hendrickson. Oh, Hmm. there you go. He was thinking a long time. Get the boy back. Yeah, Eli. What's the Bills? Do you have anything? It's probably still Josh Allen, right? (laughs) I don't know enough. Oh, about any the past history. player, I know. Another offensive player, Andre Reed. Uh, that's the running back, right? What receiver? Oh, 
Thurman Thomas. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Oh. You can't bring back Josh Allen. <laughs> you already have him. <laughs> Double him down. Both had OJ Simpson. Oh, very good. We don't, we don't mention his name on the Shady. <laughs> Prime yeah, Shady. Shady. Ooh, that'd be nice. Before the Broncos. Who's your Broncos, Merce? Uh, yeah, so I I, uh, I kind of went with the easy ones here, but I talk I was, more into the mic. I was thinking there the, we go. Demarius Thomas initially, um, but rest just, in peace. Just yeah, rest in peace. But uh, with Russ right now, it's it's Peyton Manning. Like head over heels, go for Peyton Manning. I w- I was there when they won the Super Bowl, and like that was electric. Just I mean, and he's also just an all around likable guy, like around the town. And then uh, on defense. Um, what I wouldn't give to have Von Miller back. Like just, I mean, when he could play just not as a pass rusher doing his own thing and he's a solid linebacker. Um, I watching him play. I mean, I think he's up there with Bobby Wagner, just a a bull. He'd just go crazy. Yeah. Him coming off the edge would be really nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you could, you could use him in that component now, which would be great because they have great linebackers right now. Um, I couldn't think of any secondary players, so that I'm going to go with Von Miller on that one. Champ Bailey? Yeah, it's Champ Ooh, Bailey. Ooh, Champ Bailey's a beast. On the other side of Pat Sertan, that would be disgusting. Yeah, that that's lockdown right there. B-Doc, Brian Dawkins? Elvis Doomerville? <laughs> Demarcus Ware? I'm out of Broncos. <laughs> there's, um, there's only so many. I propose that next week we postpone we postpone the all-pro teams till next week. I agree. Because I want to do a like a comprehensive one yeah okay and i just hadn't i've only looked at the players one but i want to like i want to do like a ballot for us that'd be cool we all vote yeah i think that'd be sick okay is that cool with you guys yeah that's cool i didn't know anything about the all pro team so that's fair all right um i have a little bit on the natty here uh what was the final score 65 to 7 um i mean i hit my bets on it i me and Stu had Georgia I first didn't. half and the over, so that was pretty sick. Um, got 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 the plus sign going into the playoffs. It's a good feeling, getting hot at the right time. I've had a couple parlays in the past couple weeks. It's, it's a good time to be alive. I have. It's really annoying to me when everyone's like, "Why was TCU in the national championship?" Okay, well they beat Michigan, so they should have. So they were better than Michigan and Ohio State lost to Michigan, they got killed, and then they missed their chance against Georgia. So, yeah, TCU should have been in the national championship. Well, and more recently, people were making the argument, well, they lost to Kansas State, and K-State was a great team, and then they they re- redid themselves when they played Michigan later on. So, I mean, they kind of proved themselves twice yeah. over. Obviously, it was a bummer, and Georgia was a better team, but I don't like the take that the committee messed up on putting TCU in there. That was silly. I've been seeing people, like, releasing their like final college top 10 and people are putting Bama at two. Yeah, I know that's and Nick Saban put Bama at two. I, it makes me so mad because Bama, like they should have had like four losses this year or more. They, they were not, they were not the same team. They were not that great. I mean, they didn't even, if you don't even make the top four, there's a reason for it. You have multiple regular season losses. That's how it's always been. If you want to be ranked second at the end of the year, win more games. Be like just play I don't know. I don't it it just shocks me that people are still like, oh, Bama's number two, like SEC reigns. Like, no, you can, they didn't even make the playoff. They're and not I think there's just like 
there's just been there's this take going around that like it happened in baseball too when the Dodgers lost that like people get mad when the team that's more talented loses. But that's why you play the games in the first like Michigan probably is a more talented team. Ohio State's a more talented team than TCU. But you played the games and you lost. You missed your chance. That's why you play a playoff in the first place. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd just sim it all on Madden. Exactly. I wouldn't play football. I think it maybe it'd just be Twitter. But it, that always makes me mad well, when I see that. And I think it calls into question the whole setup of the SEC right now because it sets them up to to win too many games. They're not playing enough of their own conference, it, it, and it's a small conference anyway compared to the other ones. And, so, and Bama and Georgia avoid each other every year. Every year, and then I mean, and Alabama's surprised, but I want to see Alabama's record after a full year in the SEC this year because Tennessee, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It made me laugh because um, we do this in our power rankings, like the transitive property of sports. And I think Rosilla talked about this on his pod, but the the transitive property of sports is just not a real thing. Like the this this if this team beats this team, then that means that they're better. You know what I mean? Because we like the playoffs just went in a big circle. Mm-hmm. Like you have TCU beats Michigan, Michigan beats Ohio State. So you should think going into this game that because TCU beat Michigan, who beat Ohio State, that TCU should at least compete with Georgia because of how Georgia and Ohio State competed because Ohio State only lost by three points and then they get blown out. Like that makes no sense. And then you can even go down further and say TCU loses to Kansas State. Kansas State got boat raced by Alabama. And Georgia, like Bama, didn't even get to the SEC title game. Like the, that, that transitive property just does not work in sports, and that kind of goes to the thing. Like, well, that's why we play the games. And I mean, I just, I just think we had a lot of very evenly, evenly matched, evenly talented teams this year. And then Georgia's obviously the standout. But I think if you played over those TCU, uh, Michigan game, Michigan Ohio State game, I mean, I think you would have had seen very different scores, just depending on the day, depending on. Special teams play here or there. I, I just see, I, I think there's a lot of teams that made a legitimate push. Kansas State being one of them, and I mean I I think it it just turned out the way it did. And then Georgia was obviously top dog. And just matchups and game plan in general. Like a team like Georgia had a better game plan for TCU obviously than Michigan did, and they have like teams match up better with other teams. So yeah, I think that the whole TCU shouldn't have been in there because a they're not a blue blood or red blood and uh college football like yeah they beat the teams they should have beat and they got in so yeah i think that was silly i mean i just i, I just thought it's funny because it's essentially how we do power rankings is we pretend like it's a committee for like we pretend like we're the committee and that's what we've been doing ourselves all year we just run ourselves in circles and that's why football is so fun it's because you can debate these things all you want and you can talk yourself into any argument that you want and then we actually get to see the games go played that's just sports in general that's why i love it Jack, I have a question. So how, how would you feel about, uh, or how did you feel about this year it being reported as the lowest uh, like turnout for people watching and people going to the game just because it's out in LA, you got two teams from out east, and then uh, it's on a Monday night. Like, do you think there should be any change with that or something like that? Yeah, I think, is, I think TCU's brand is pretty bad. Uh, and I think a lot of people watch those games and that watch the first games just knew Georgia was was like the better team. I think, yeah, I think a Monday night kind of plays into it. I do wish they played it on a Saturday and we were talking about that, yeah. like maybe having... Stop being scared of the NFL and put the game on Saturday night. Like, You're right. Like, why can't we have two 
Saturday NFL games and then Saturday night be the end the the um, yeah, national championship. Even a Friday night, like I think Friday night would be harder than a Monday. Than a Monday, that's my opinion though, because we already have football usually on Mondays. Well, it also gives the whole week for like press and they got more practice and stuff. But I feel like that's easily avoidable. Yeah, but it is. In- yeah, it was like the lowest viewed game in uh, I think it was college football championship history since the BCS. All right. Should we do? Should we rank playoff quarterbacks now, or should we rank them at the same time that we rank teams and do our picks now? What do you guys want? Let's do our picks now. I'd like to do our picks now. I think when we we could even do a playoff QB rank when we release our all pro team. Well, but I want to do this before the playoffs. We can otherwise rank each round. Oh, I get that. Otherwise, some of them will be out. Yeah. Let's do let's do picks and then we'll rank the quarterbacks and then we'll rank. Eh, let's rank the quarterbacks now. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Then let's, we'll rank then we'll pick. Let's go. Then I, we'll pick then we'll rank teams. Mine Good differ. call. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, okay, this is quarterback quarterbacks in the playoff rankings. I okay, we have to decide what we're going to do. Should we all do our number ones? Well, I think we should go 14 up. Can I just disclaimer? I only rank 12. Did I you put, leave out? I just I did what Big Cat did on his. I took out Tua and Lamar. That's smart. Yeah, yeah, because the two backups are obviously the worst. Do we have? Does everyone have? Huntley I have. And I put, Skyler Thompson. I actually put Huntley at eleven. I like his run game. Oh my! <laughs> <God. laughs> I'll take out. Yeah, I had Lamar in there with an asterisk. Right, because so. I I I ranked it this afternoon, like right when the Lamar stuff happened. So I knew he wasn't going to play, but. I feel like I'm pretty sure Skyler is playing though, but it's Skyler and Huntley. Yeah. yeah. It's Lamar's out. Yeah. So yeah, we can. So I just to. took them out. Is that fair? Yeah, okay. that's fair. Yeah, I did. I did too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do we want to do it? Do we want to start? Does, does everyone want to go their ones? Should we go each of us? I think going up, right? Also. Okay. Are we doing AFC and NFC? Or are we doing just all to combine? I did okay. combine. Yeah. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Let's do. Let's start. Let's start. I mean, I guess we can start with one. Everybody probably has the same one. Does it, I have Patrick Mahomes at number one. I, I, I do too. I have Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I think we should disclaimer. So oh, I. Oh, smile. I've got Josh Allen. You have Josh Allen in front of Patrick Mahomes for playoff that quarterback. That pass last week to Diggs. I think he's. I think he's feeling something, man. I don't even have Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love playoff Josh. Josh I mean, is nice. I got. I think Josh is. Patrick's not close behind, but. So I have. <laughs> I have. Well, this is what I was. This is so I. I. I texted you guys this. I forgot to disclaim it on the pod, but. This is if they were all playing on the same team. Like if if they, who would you want leading your team through the playoffs? Oh, like instead of like roster. yeah. Okay. So the, and the team that I think you want to hear my team that I think they should be on. Yes, the Cowboys. Okay. Ooh. They have a decent offensive line, right? It's not great anymore. It's it's decent, I would say. Like Zach Martin's good. They have decent tackles. I'd say it's good, right? Tiny, yeah. What is average? Smith healthy right now? You have some good wide receivers yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You have. A, a, a number one in yeah. CD Lamb. You have a good tight end. You have good running backs. Like I think, I just think their offense is good. It's right. a playoff yeah. offense. It's like okay. So, so that's why I'm I've I'm saying like you're subbing. It's Patrick Mahomes on. It's which quarterback in order on that team? Do you think has the best chance of? Yeah. 
Okay. I like that. So I, that's Mahomes is for me the clear like you could put him on any team and I think he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I'm not going to argue that. Mitch, are you changing your list? Partially, yeah. Okay. I just didn't cuz I don't think that's fair for especially Brock Purdy. I think is the one where it's like yeah, if he's on like right now he's on the Niners, he's going to be better than some of the, <laughs> these guys because he's this is who he's throwing to. I so. think the only the only argument for Josh Allen in this is talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. The only there argument for Josh Allen with this is that uh, you do see better running backs on the Cowboys. And true. The true. Run, so the, I mean, he does have a little more backfield, especially in blocking. I mean, they have some good blocking running backs there, mm-hmm. which could help out. I'm, but given given those longer shots downfield, we have like a max protection or something like that. Um. Okay. If I'll let you guys change your list if you need to at all, but. I just had to switch my 11 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- let's do each of us rank. Let's just, eh, what do we want to do? Want, like say you're one through six, like your top half. Yeah, I think that's good. Okay. Cause we do, we've done this a lot. And when we share lists and I feel like Get it just lost. gets confused. Yeah. Okay. Eli, you start one through six. Give us your top half. <clears throat> Unless you need time. I can go. You should go. Okay. <laughs> My top six. Here we go. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady. Interesting. There's a definite tier break in a lot of these, but I don't know why I can't quit Tom Brady. So he's my he's my six. Mitch, you want to go? Yeah. All right. I go one Mahomes, two Allen, three Hurts, four Burrow, five Herbert, six Brady. Hertz is that Hertz high? Hertz is three. Wow. Okay, interesting. Can I go? Yeah. One Mahomes, two Burrow, three Allen, four Brady, five Herbert, six Hertz. Okay. I think, I mean, especially if you put him on the Cowboys, Tom Brady has the O-line and he's got a better run game. I would. And Burrow, I think, just objectively has had a better playoff resume than Josh Allen. So, Eli. One Mahomes, two Allen, three Burrow, four Herbert, five Brady, six Rodgers. Rodgers isn't in the playoffs. <laughs> Wait, he thought he was like, this is, I totally forgot about that. All right, my well, number one's actually Jordan Love. <laughs> well, I got my next one was Hertz. So Hertz is six. So Hertz is six. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I got it. Wait, can you run through that again? I Wait, got so you, lost you after you said Aaron Rodgers. You, the whole time to change the list. Yours was. <laughs> yours was. Hey, Ma- man. You had Mahomes, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Brady, Hertz. Correct. Okay. Brady five, Hertz six. Yeah. Okay. Eli, we'll give you some time to change up the rest of your list if you need to. <laughs> One, Patrick Mahomes. Two, Josh Allen. Three, Joe Burrow. Four, Justin Herbert. Five, Jalen Hurts. Six, Trevor Lawrence. I I, I, I figured I, someone was going to have him there. I actually don't have Tom Brady in my top six either. I'm going to... I mean, you can go. Go, Merce. No, sure. I have uh, Josh Allen at one. Patrick Mahomes at two. Uh, Joe Burrow at three. Jalen Hurts at four. Justin Herbert at five. And Trevor Lawrence at six as well. There you go. And I, I just... I mean, I like Trevor Lawrence. I think, And I think if he was on a team like the Cowboys or like a more complete team, with less fluctuation, I think he could do really well. That's fair. Yeah. These are the that to me is the to me the tier break and you guys I think we mostly had it. Mitch had hurts I guess up there but to me it's after four 
there's a tear break. Yeah, those top four are definitely the top four. I feel like I yeah I, I had Brady in my top four. So oh, you did too. Yeah, yeah. I, I to me there's. I think you could throw. I mean, honestly, you could probably throw either of them in there. I would, but I would. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they're in the middle or at the top. Say they're towards Which the is why I think that's fair to just call it a tier. Yeah. In, in this draft, I feel like or right now, I think Brady is just kind of like a throwing in there because we didn't. Not a lot of us saw the Bucks like. You don't really know what you're going to get from a playoff appearance. So yeah, it's it's tough to put your money on a 45 year old man. For sure. I mean, for sure, but he's the greatest football player of all time too. That's yeah. true. That's true. But Divorce I mean, if I don't know, man, if if he get once he starts getting hit, he's not the best football player of all time. He's actually pretty bad. So I mean, if you can get pressure on him, if you can get pressure on anybody. Except for like Mahomes, Mahomes, except for like those top four guys. I mean, all right, seven through 12. Yeah. Okay. Um, I went Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott. To me, there's a tear break after this. I went Gino, Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy. Um, I went T Law, Dak, Daniel Jones, Kirk, Gino, and then Brock. Disrespectful to my man Kirk Mitch. <laughs> I went Kirk, Gino, Trevor Lawrence, Dak, Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy. Uh, I went at seven Trevor Lawrence, then Dak, then Kirk Cousins, then Gino Smith, then Daniel Jones, then Brock Purdy. I went Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Gino Smith, Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy. You guys really don't like Brock Purdy, man. Um, I got uh, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, and then Daniel Jones. And I, I think it's going back to the whole team. If we're putting him on a complete team, Dak Prescott doesn't look that good. And he sh- he's way overpaid. Uh, Mitch, you have something? Yeah. <laughs> Give that boy the mic. I mean, so, like you said, Kirk, you kind of was disrespectful. But we're putting him on the Cowboys, and they play in prime time a lot. Ooh, good point. <laughs> He's a good guy in prime time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> prime time, Kirko. Yeah. I I just I feel like it's disrespectful to all these other quarterbacks to put Brock Purdy over them when we've seen Brock for six games. I think the only one it's not disrespectful for would be Daniel Jones. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I mean. He's played well this season. I think though. I honestly might move Brock Purdy over Daniel Jones. That's fair. I just I, I think I've be- been impressed for like with him this being like he's been so bad in his previous three years. Is this his fourth year? Yeah. This is his fourth year. I'm just like thinking about it. If he's on the on the Cowboys, the Cowboys personnel is basically just a worse version of the Niners, just slightly worse. I mean like <laughs> just at everything slightly yeah, worse. Yeah. Except for like Debo, obviously, is kind of like a weird but like like C D stud. Ayuk this year, when Debo's been out, is a stud. Ayuk is a very good pass catcher. They have a good run game. I mean, a good offensive line. If you put Brock Purdy in that system, it probably he wouldn't be as good. But I mean, we saw Cooper Rush play well in that system for a few games. So I mean I think Brock Purdy would possibly be better than Daniel Jones it's just tough because he's so young and there's just we've barely seen him at all 
I don't think he's bad. I don't dislike him at all. I just I know what I'm getting from Daniel Jones, but Brock Purdy is only been playing for like six weeks. So I'm, I mean, I kind of have Daniel Jones kind of high because one, we're putting him on the Cowboys, and two, like the Giants' best receiver was like the Bills' fifth best receiver last year, and Isaiah Hodgins. I think if we put Daniel Jones on a better team, and he was in play, he led the Giants to like a what nine and seven record, like. Well, I mean, nine and, seven and one. Yeah. But like, and the NFC East is no joke this year. Yeah, so. and I think like. I could see myself putting Daniel Jones even above Dak because I think I just think Daniel Jones is good and he doesn't have a lot of weapons. That's kind of what I was going to say, too. I think Daniel Jones is one of the only people who gets a better roster when he goes to the Cowboys. And he did a lot. I think I just could see Brock Purdy like we could like be like talking in a year. I'm like, remember when Brock Purdy was really good for like six games and now he's just been like. Yeah, but. I feel like we will also be saying, remember how that Daniel Jones guy took the Giants to a playoff game? Yeah. No. Daniel Jones has been bad for three years. Brock Purdy's been good for five games. I feel like they're a lot closer than you think. No, I I agree. I don't think we're playing. With, I don't think we're. there's a huge. I think we're playing with bottom tier people right now. <laughs> but, I mean, if you see Brock Purdy in a Super Bowl ring next year, I mean, he could do it. Gonna look pretty bad on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to beat a team three times. Oh. All right, Cole, Cole, why don't you tell that stat? That's a good stat. Oh, I saw a stat. Wait, can we can we get to the? Yeah. Where I'm We're just gonna, I'm okay. literally I'm I'm right there. Okay. I'm right there. Picks time. <laughs> this is why I wanted you to save it because I'm just that that's the first game we're gonna talk about. Um, okay, so we're just we're all gonna pick every game. Standings are new. Do you guys have the doc pulled up? Yeah. Yes. Okay, can someone enter in the picks for me when I make them? Thank yes. you. I appreciate We've got it. it. Um, okay. Join the... If you click the link in our bio on our Instagram, which is... Gamechat.podcast. If you click the uh, link in our bio, you will... Uh, you can you can select the playoff pick em pool. Join the pool. We're going to do a prize for the winner. And you have to... Um, all right, so we're each going to pick an appearance on the Game Chat podcast. Yeah, there you go. Sure. You get to hang out in the living room with the guys for an hour and a half on one sh- random Thursday afternoon of your choosing. You can share a mic with me, Cole, Reed, Mitch, Jack, anyone. You can share a mic with any one of us. You get your to choice. choose who you yeah, share the mic with. Your choice. They flew me in. I was the last one that won. <laughs> you were the last person we called, too. <laughs> we had yeah. gone over every Nobody other option. Nobody wanted to do it except you. Bottom of the barrel. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through each game. We can give a fun stat if we want, and then we're going to pick. So first game, um, I'm going to give – these are all Pacific time. So Saturday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time on Fox. Joe Davis has got the call. Daryl Johnson, unfortunately, is the color commentator, and I really don't like Daryl Johnson. So, um, San Francisco, nine and a half point favorites. These two teams played twice this season. They played on week two. It was 27 to seven. They played on week 15. It was 21 to 13. Again, Niners are nine and a half point favorites. Mitchell Pyatt. Um, I've got Seattle here. I've got Seattle with the spread. Um, because it was a close game last time. That game was in Seattle. This one's in San Francisco. But I think 
maybe I don't think the Seattle wins here, but I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. I have the Seahawks as well, plus seven. I saw a fun stat the other day. Plus nine and a half. Plus nine and a half. Oh. All of us have seven. Yeah. Move it to nine. That's what it is currently. Even better. Um, I saw a fun stat. Since 2000, there's been 31 times where divisional opponents have played each other three times. Six times have th- those team has a team gone three and zero oh in those times they played each other three times. Good stat, Cole. Tough to beat a team three times. Tough to beat a team three times. The lines moved to ten. Even Ooh, better. Take it at ten. Let's go. And I mean, if the Niners lose this game, devastating. Like you guys, like you guys have all the pressure on you guys. Like devastating, guys. Like it's end of the world. You have you should kill us by hundred. But that Brock Purdy kid. He's got something else. <laughs> He's got that twinkle in his eye, man. <laughs> Devastating. Eli. <clears throat> well, I had San Francisco minus seven. <laughs> I don't know if I had the minus ten. <laughs> I think we should. I mean, what what do we think? What do we think about this line? Because this, this is tough. It's moved a lot. It's moved three points since yesterday. I also had San Francisco. I'll take him at 10 still. I don't... It scares me just a little bit. Wait, where are you taking the Packers in this? Or is that... (laughs) I'm taking Packers plus 12 against San Francisco. (laughs) Oh, that's a good... I'd take that too. (laughs) I mean, what what do we think? We can... can I don't know. This is tough. This is tough because if you bet it when you when we wrote it down, you would have gotten it at seven and a half. But now that we're giving, the... but we're giving out our picks to the people, they'll hear this and the line will be at ten. I have San Francisco minus two. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. When it first opened and they were typing it in, they counted by ones, and I had them at San Francisco minus one. <laughs> um, I'm staying. I'm... That's what I'm doing. Staying at what? 10. San Francisco minus 10. 10? All right, I'll do the same. San Francisco minus 10. San Francisco just has an all-around, I feel like, better roster. They've beat them by a touchdown or more every other time this season. And, I mean, we haven't seen Geno Smith or Brock Purdy in prime time, but Brock Purdy has more help, and he has Kyle Shanahan calling plays for him. I hope you guys win. I'm rooting for you. But I... I don't know if I see it happening. We'll see. Two words. Nick Bosa. I'm just going to say that. That could also be an issue. That may or may not be a factor, I think, in Seattle's offense. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. He's pretty good. <laughs> Merce, what do you got? Um, I got to take the 49ers, too. I just think it's just such a high-scoring offense. I mean, I think they're going to run it up a little bit. To all my Niners fans out there, Brandon, Ethan, <laughs> Drew, Coach Casey, <laughs> many others. You guys will probably beat us. You will. <laughs> but I'm going tough to be a team three times. It is really tough to be a team three times in the NFL. Tough to be a team three times. Really tough. With a spread like that? I'll take the Seahawks plus 10. Give me the Hawks. Next week, we're going to be sitting here. The Chargers will have beaten the Jags, and they will be... Will they be playing the Chiefs? If yeah, yeah, 
you are going to sit here and pick the Chiefs. <laughs> I will relay the exact same message back to you. Place that bet for me next week at this time. Chargers plus whatever it is. I don't care. Tough to beat a team three times. It's tough to beat a team three damn times. All right, next game, Saturday, 5.15 Pacific time. NBC, Al Michaels makes his return to NBC, except he's going to be calling it with Tony Dungy. We don't get the Alan and Chris, Alan and Chris reunion. That kind of sucks. That would have been nice. Um, Jacksonville, at home, are underdogs to the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers minus two and a half is the current line. Two and a half is the current line. But they played in week three. Jacksonville, 38-10 to 10 win in week three. Mitchell Pyatt. I've got Jacksonville plus two and a half. Here's why. I So, Justin Herbert, this is his first playoff game, so is Trevor Lawrence. I think when they play again on Saturday night, I think Jacksonville pulls off the upset and beats them by, like, a touchdown. I have a question for you. After watching last week in a big game, that was basically a playoff game. If you lose, you're out. Win, you're in, right? Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars did not play that well. One play. And it was arguably a bad call. That was probably a forward pass. His arm was moving forward. And Josh Allen picked it up, took it back to the house. Other than that, the Jags were going to lose that game to a bad Tennessee Titans team led by Josh Dobbs. In that was, he's started less than five games in his career. I just believe that Justin Herbert will not have a good game this game. What makes you say that? I don't know, but gut. I think <laughs> it's a gut feeling. Gut feeling, yeah. I think. I think it'll be a close game, but I think Jacksonville will pull it off because their home team, I think... Chargers Jackson, are a worse is, defense than Tennessee, too. I'm pretty sure this is like Jacksonville's like first home game in a playoff in a while. Maybe they had one. Did they have one in 2017? I think so. I think they were a high seed that year. I think they made it because they won their... Five seeds or something. Okay, I'm, five years or something. I think Jacksonville's going to be loud. Duval's going to be rocking. And I think rocking. it might affect the Chargers. Um, I have LA minus two and a half. Um, yeah, I didn't like what I saw from Trevor Lawrence last game. I know I'm a Burrow guy, but I know Herbert's a good quarterback. I'm going to go with uh, Herbert against Jack, a bad Jacksonville defense. I'm going to go uh, the Chargers minus two and a half as well. Um, if, when it comes down to it, I, I think Herbert is... I'd rely more on Herbert to make um, better plays than Lawrence. And he's got better players to make better plays with. Um, he's got just dump off city with Eckler. They got Keenan Allen. I'm not quite sure if Mike Williams is playing or not. Is he? Mike Williams is uh, expected to play. Yeah. That's what I saw too. Yeah. Um, and we saw last week when, when the, when the game was put in the hands of, Trevor Lawrence, he started missing wide open touchdown passes. And when he was feeling any kind of pressure at all, he was just, he wasn't able to get it to his receiver's hands. Um, so, yeah, when it comes down to it, I just trust Herbert and his weapons more than I trust Lawrence and his weapons. 
I also have the Chargers minus two and a half. I I know they played earlier in the year and Jacksonville donkey stomped them, but I mean, they didn't have Keenan Allen. They didn't have Mike Williams. They didn't have Joey Bosa. Herbert was playing with broken ribs. I mean, I, I don't think the rosters are really f- fairly matched. I think the Chargers have a better roster. Their defense has playing, been playing a little bit better recently. And then um, I just, yeah, after watching the Jaguars last week makes me super nervous. Um, also, the play calling a little bit on the Jaguars offensive side is kind of questionable. It is, they are the definition of too cute. Uh, that reverse play to Jamal Agnew that they called and he just dropped it and Trevor Lawrence just kind of like threw the ball behind. I made no sense. There was no reason to run that play. I, I just, I could see him doing something like that and just completely changing the momentum in the game. So yeah, I like the chargers. Uh, to me, this line doesn't really reflect Mike Williams being back. I think this is such a strong team. I'm going to go the chargers. Um, I, I, I liked uh, your coaching take there, Reed. But I, I, yeah, the Chargers are just—they we haven't seen them this healthy all season, really. I mean, they get a guy here, they get a guy back, and then now they're healthy on the defensive side too. And then with Mike Williams, so I'm pretty sure Mike Williams is still questionable. But right, but he's not been ruled out. Yeah, he's. He ex- hasn't. I saw something that said he was expected to play. Like he's questionable, but it's more likely than not that he will. I'm going to take the Chargers minus two and a half as well. I think this the Mike Williams thing is really bothering me when people are saying, like, I'm going to take the Chargers, but if Mike Williams doesn't play, then I want Jacksonville. I think that's such a cop-out. Take the Chargers if you want the Chargers. Take Jacksonville if you want Jacksonville. You don't get to play that both game. He's not... He's not going to be the difference. He's not worth two game. and a half points. No, no shot. No, not at all. I mean, the line might shift a little bit, but I don't think it would be that much. He's the wide receiver, too. Exactly. That's what I mean. He's not two and a half points. No yeah. shot. And Joshua Palmer's had a pretty good season, too. So yeah. like, And DeAndre Carter. I mean, they're yeah, both, they they both kind of stepped up. If they don't have Mike Williams, they still have good two and three receivers. Yeah. All right, next game. The snooze fest of the week. Um, we can go around a little quicker on this one. Actually, let's. I'll just intro. We have Miami at Buffalo. Uh, this is 10:05 Pacific time on CBS. Jim Nance, Tony Romo on the call. Buffalo now 13 and a half point favorites. If you're don't follow football super closely and you're wondering why it's that much, because they did play on Week 15. It was 32-29. Tua Tagovailoa is out. Teddy Bridgewater is not starting. Skylar Thompson is the starting quarterback for the Dolphins. Is anyone taking the Dal- Dolphins here? Cole. I just did it to be contrarian. Okay. Had too That's many fair. people on one line. I, That's fair. I think the only argument, and I'm not taking the Dolphins, but I think the only argument you can make for them is that they've gotten this far with so much like distress with Tua and and switch like a, a carousel. Yeah, but that. they but, have they have shot they have, and they have lost like is it six in a row? Something oh like yeah, they, they've they've been really bad without Tua. I think it could be argued they got here because of how good they are when Tua was healthy. That's very true. That's very true. And thirteen and a half is just a lot of points, but I mean, the Bills that, are a great team. That would be my. Like, yeah, I think it is kind of excessive. It could be closer, but yeah, anything could happen in the playoffs. A lot of people are circling this as a 
like you throw Buffalo money line in some sort of big parlay just to get the odds boosted a little bit, even though it's like minus nine eighty or something like that. But uh, or maybe you buy a few, like you tease it six point tease, you tease it down to seven. I don't know. You're on Buffalo. I'm on Buffalo. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Sunday afternoon, Giants at Vikings. One forty. Kind of a weird start time. Two forty for us. Pushed it back a little bit. It's on Fox. Kevin Burkhart, Kirk, Ol- Kurt, ugh, Greg Olson. Jeez. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. Why did I say Kurt Olson? <laughs> huh. Um, that's the crew that's in the Super Bowl. Minnesota minus three. These two teams played in week 16, and it was a three-point game. So, the rematch. Giants, Vikings, Mitch. I've got the Giants plus three. Don't really have don't really have a reason, but I think Daniel Jones. It's his first playoff game. The Giants. They may have an experience. I don't. I just think the Giants will pull this one off. Mitch, Mitch, I love your explanations. <laughs> I'm picking this team. I think they will win. That's all you need. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I have the Giants as well. I'm freaking sick of the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Giants should beat the. I think the Giants are going to win. Um, they should have won the last time they played. Yeah, just I've been I've, yeah I've been on this for a while now, and I'm really it would be really cool if the Giants were able to pull this one off. I am at Minnesota minus three. Um, <laughs> I think I'm the only one. Jax, I can't remember. I think Mitch started. You didn't say yours yet, right? No, I'll say okay. it a little bit. And yours, yeah, yours isn't written down. So as of right now, I'm the only one on Minnesota. Um, The way I see it, and this is just one angle, the they were, they pretty much beat Buffalo with Justin Jefferson. There was some other things that happened. Buffalo fumbled. There was that was a crazy game. One that was an insane game. But they basically beat the Bills because of Justin Jefferson. It's playoff time. And they're they have one thing on their mind and it's get the ball into Justin Jefferson's hands. And they were able to do it against I'm so sorry. <laughs> Excuse um, me. <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast. Who's right looking now. for a tweet tonight? <laughs> um yeah, they were able to just force Justin Jefferson right down the Bills' throats, and that was a way better defense than the Giants, in my opinion. I don't know why Reed's making that face. Let's get ready. Uh, okay, maybe I know why he's making the face. <laughs> anyway. Wait, why is he making the face? Doesn't matter. Did you hear what he said? Uh-uh. He said that they forced Justin Jefferson down their throats. <laughs> <laughs> kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Reed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just a kid, man. Uh, anyway. That was it. All right. I am on New York Giants plus three, but that is only because I think the Vikings will win by a field goal at the very end, and I think it will be like they're down by one or two points. They throw a big play. Justin Jefferson gets like a 60-yard catch, and they kick a field goal to win by like one or two. And then the Giants will cover, but they're going to lose. The, Gi- the, the Vikings at their, at their best are a good deal better 
than the Giants at their best. Because, I mean, the Giants at their best is like, oh, Saquon had a good game. Daniel Jones didn't turn the ball over three times. Like, I think the Vikings at their best are like, a, they're a good team. They have a lot. They have, they had what, 11 wins or 12 wins? 12. Like, they're a 12-win team. I mean, don't don't shake your head. Not a no, no, nah, nah. They're a good. T- Where are the Packers again? Nah. <laughs> oh, they're at home. They're at home. Well, Aaron Rodgers was on your list. So. <laughs> Mercer, at the beginning of the year, Cole said that the Packers were going to beat the Vikings in the playoffs, and the uh, Packers didn't make the playoffs. So that was think, his take. I don't think Marcy Morgan would have liked that take very much, but the Packers won by like forty points two weeks ago. All right. Well, the Packers are Marcy, not in the playoffs. I'm, I don't so. All right, all right. I'm not, I'm not on the Viking side at all. I, but I, we've just kind of seen over the last part of the season, the Vikings steadily decline. Like they've, they are on a downward trajectory, and I think the Giants are right at that point where they kind of meet them in the middle. Um, I'm taking the Giants in this one. Um, I got a buddy Eddie. That's, that works for the Giants. Shout out Eddie. Yeah, shout out Eddie. <laughs> He's a good guy. Shout out Mercer's buddy Eddie. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I just he sounds I, good, dude. I think the Vikings are just I, I. They started strong and they're not finishing strong right now. Give me the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, wow. baby. Wow. Sorry, Cole. It's gonna be so sweet. Just to clarify, I do think the Vikings will win. <laughs> I only think the Giants will cover just because the Vikings can only win close games. I'm debating on making a responsibly large wager on the Vikings because I think everyone is on the Giants <laughs> in this game, and I think the Vikings are going to show them like they're in a... Yeah, okay. Please gamble responsibly. <laughs> if you have a gambling problem, <laughs> go one in it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Sunday night. I do not know why this is a Sunday night game. Honestly, it's kind of nice. Maybe we can just take a break Sunday night. We'll, be, we'll have watched four football games. Well, three. I'm not going to watch Miami-Buffalo. Not a lot of it, yeah, anyways. I'm going to watch, oh, but not a lot. It's football, and it's on TV. I'm gonna We're going to watch it. Playoff football, but I'm not going to like it. It's the Josh <laughs> Allen show, man. You're just tuning in. I see how many That's going to be so fun. You're just tuning in. <laughs> 5.15 on CBS. Cincinnati is now 10-point favorites. I don't care. Um, they Alt played spread. Week. If you look at the uh, spreadsheet right now, I have Cincinnati minus nine hundred and ten because <laughs> I forgot to delete the nine. Lock it in. <laughs> Did Vegas get that right? Week five, they played Baltimore one nineteen seventeen, and then they played last week and it was twenty eight sixteen. Uh, I'm taking Cincinnati minus ten. I also have Cincinnati minus ten. This won't be a close game. I have Baltimore minus ten. Again, oh be shocker! Con- be contrarian. Too many people in Cincinnati. Yeah, you have to take your your teams. Exactly. You're not taking your guy, Joe. I love. I, they're gonna win. That's Cincinnati's gonna win. Ten points is a lot of points. Cole, you're the villain of this podcast. I feel like I kind of am sometimes. I don't like it. I would agree, but that's only because I understand. Though I get it. You want to be you. You want to have your takes and stand on. Mm-hmm. I'm di- I'm dying on the Vikings hill. He wants to so. create <laughs> It's my last. I fan. don't get why you would die on the Ravens hill. They suck. No, I'm not. I'm there. Cole, they're a bad. I'm not team. saying they're going to win the game, but everyone's on Cincinnati, so I'm going to go Baltimore just to. And this Cole's pure chaos pick is brought to you by. I'm not picking the money line, guys. I'm picking them by ten points. <laughs> we're That's we're fair. messing That's with fair. you. Fair. <laughs> ten points is a lot. Of we're points. trying to stir the pot. I think he got what he wanted, guys. 
10 points is a lot of points, and I'm taking all those points. Cincinnati minus 10. Um, that was a cool transition. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. I like it. That was sick, Eli. Thanks. Um, Keep it up, man. <laughs> it's playoff Burrow. He's getting a raise. He, I can't wait to see that machine work, dude. It was awesome watching him last season. He's going to stick it to Baltimore. Eli can't get a raise. He already makes more than all of us combined for this thing. <laughs> He's embezzling. He's the voice of the ad. <laughs> Have you guys tried Anchor? (laughs) (laughs) Anchor. (laughs) I am also on Cincinnati. Uh, If this line moved to like Cincinnati minus 15, I'd probably still take it. I... Whether it's... Whether it's Tyler Huntley or... Is it Anthony Brown? I... Both of them suck. And I think... Their, the rest of their offense sucks as well. I mean, you have an injured running back who's playing on a bum leg, and your wide receiver one is Dem- is it Demarcus Robinson? Mark yeah. Andrews hasn't been seen since like week three. Nobody knows what he's doing. I mean, he's out there. He's just running in the woods. They got Roquan Smith. That's cool. But I mean, like the Bengals have. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. Like Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan, Mitch's guy. Uh, shout out. <laughs> no, but like they it's just too much. Like it the Ravens do not. This Ravens team without Lamar does not deserve to be in the playoffs. They don't even they if if Lamar if this was their team throughout the whole season, I firmly believe they would have a top five pick this year. Mersh, what do you got? Um, I'm going to stick with a common theme. Uh, I got a buddy, Scott, from Cincinnati. <laughs> Shout out, Scott. Yeah, but... Is he a good guy? <laughs> he is a good guy. He's got long hair. Is he, <laughs> Brazilian. Is he as good of a guy as... Eddie. 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 Wow, man. I actually I actually do like Scott a little better. His his sister... <laughs> Hot take. His, his sister Wait, What actually, about his sister? By the way, is, uh, is dating Paris Johnson Jr. on oh. Ohio State. So cool kind of... Kind of cool. It's gets Scott on the pod. I mean, he might cool. he might go to the league. Just saying. Pretty cool. So uh, shout out, long haired Brazilian Scott from uh, Cincinnati. We're rooting for you. We love you. Congrats to your sister too. <laughs> That's big time. Hopefully, they get married and she gets some of the bunny. All right, <laughs> we, get, we get tickets. Prenup. Sign the prenup. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've heard is the best advice. <laughs> Especially if he's an athlete. <laughs> All right, Monday Night Football. Cowboys, Buccaneers. We've known this matchup was going to happen for like nine weeks. 5-15, ESPN, Buck and Aikman. They played week one. It was 19-3. to Dallas, two and a half point favorites. I'm not even kidding if you did this line... Two weeks ago, it was seven. Two and a half. I've been stuck on this one all week. I'm going to pass it to Mitch. Um, I got Tampa Bay minus or plus two and a half. I think they're going to win. I don't really have anything else. Simple to the point. I want you guys to picture this. It's Monday night. It's dark in Tampa Bay. Mercer's just gotten to Miami. He's having fun in Miami. A little bit up north, Mike McCarthy has no idea what is going on. He's, so fat. He is <laughs> so fat. He is looking up at the scoreboard in disbelief as Dak Prescott has just fumped, gotten strip sacked and fumbled the way of the ball. 
in the in the um, Buccaneers win seventeen to sixteen. His blood sugar's low. His blood sugar's low. Tampa Bay money line. Lock it in. And Jerry Jones needs a calls him from the sidelines and fires him before he gets off the field. Tampa Bay money line. Lock it in. <laughs> we love that. Cole just dropped the mic for anybody who can't see the podcast right now. I didn't. This is not a cheap mic. <laughs> he did not drop it. I have Tampa Bay plus two and a half. Brady. I have written down Tampa Bay plus two and a half, but I really want to take Dallas because I just I just don't think the Buccaneers are good. I don't think the Cowboys are that great. Like I think they're good, but I don't like I just it comes down to the end of the game, if it's close, Tom Brady has the ball, he's gonna win. I mean, I Tampa Bay plus two and a half, two and a half. I the thing is, is their their defense hasn't been as dominant as people like would think. Like their defense hasn't probably even been no, like, that their, good. Their defense hasn't been top five in the second but, or the third quarter of the sea the but, the last two thirds of the season. Like I don't know. But the season doesn't matter anymore, and I feel like they could be a different team. I, I mean. Going into the playoffs, I think the Cowboys have gone through the gauntlet. I mean, I think that's the only difference between that line for Jack. But Buccaneers, you, Reed said that get Tampa or Tampa, get Tampa Bay, get Tampa Bay Brady, Tampa Brady, get Tampa Brady the Brady. ball in the last drive, and he's done. He's had that chance two or three times this season and hasn't capitalized. The, I, I'm taking the Cowboys on this. The Cowboys are so unclutch, and Brady is. In the playoffs is like galactically clutch, in my opinion. Screw it. I'm changing my pick. Dallas minus two and a half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season against good defenses are not good, and they do not cover. I am taking Dallas. Against the Bengals, they lost 34-23, did not cover. Against the Niners, 35-7, did not cover. I think I've gone back and forth on this. I don't think either team is good. It's going to be a tie. tie. <laughs> Push. I don't want... I, I, I can talk myself out pretty easily on both teams. Um, but if you remember a couple years ago, a team went on a magical run. And came up with a saying on the game chat. Do you remember what it was, Eli? Never bet against a goat. Tampa Bay minus, or plus two and a half. Yeah. All right. Lone Wolf. <laughs> That's me. Fine, solo. Just how he likes it. All right. Those are our picks for the wild card weekend. I, um, I, I was the same as him. Yeah, but you're not on the spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm Lone Wolf on the spreadsheet. Didn't, Mercer, let's didn't ride. Make, didn't make the spreadsheet. I'm in parentheses under his name. <laughs> you can you can be in the pool, though, which Ooh, if you go wait, to our bio. What, at, link, what link is that, Jack? What link is that? Where would you find that, that link in our bio? Eli? Gamechat.podcast. Thank you, Eli. I'm typing it in now. All right. Thank you. Um, Let's do quick power rankings. You're on the spreadsheet. Do we want to do the same the same format? Like, give our one through seven? Yeah, I like that. Give our top half? Actually, what if we did one through... Yeah, let's do one through seven. Does everyone have their power rankings ready? 
Okay. Yeah, and then can we like talk about him afterwards? Because we went through the quarterback one and just like moved on, and nobody said anything about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, do we want to each give our top seven and then talk about it? What like- if we did top three? Because that might be interesting. Okay, let's do that. What if we did? Yeah, let's do top three. Okay. Oh my! This is yeah. This is interesting for me. Um, my top three. Let's give it. Give it, and then talk about it. Okay, Sounds good. just to clarify, by top, are we're power ranking teams? Going, are we are we going rosters? Are we going like number one has the best chance to win? Are we going like? I think it's who you think can win. Who do you think has the best chance to win the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, I did it more like power ranking. I was thinking, yeah, how they how they all play out. Yeah, yeah, like the best teams. Oh, so best not best chance like yeah. Who do you think the best team is right now? Because best chance to win the Super Bowl, I an NFC team. Yeah, possibly. I would not have the way it's set up. So okay. I'm going like best team. Okay, okay, not yeah, like, like well, like, like best put together all around rosters, like all that stuff. Then I think I think at the end we could do like we could look at the odds. I think that would be a fun thing to do at the end. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. My top three. I think we just we just literally no one says a word. We just say our top three and then we discuss. Okay. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Eagles, Chiefs, Bills. I had Bengals, Chiefs, Bills with an asterisk, asterisk next to the Bills. <laughs> Bills, Bengals, Niners. Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. Bengals, Niners, Bills. Okay. So, Mitch is the only team that has Philly in the top three. Didn't I have them at one? And he has them at one. I think, uh, personally, I'm a little scared just the way that they've been playing the past couple weeks. I haven't, I'm a little scared of Philly right now. I'm just scared of the injuries because yeah. if Jalen Hurts didn't get hurt, they would be my number one for sure. But Jalen Hurts got hurt. Lane Johnson will be back this week. I mean, hopefully they shook the rust off last week. But I mean, they're an old team too. So there's, there could be some surprises in the playoffs. Um. I, okay, this is a take that I've been holding on to. Well, I've been formulating the past week, but I think I'm starting to think the Bills are the team of destiny. The two kickoff returns last week and on the first play of the game just kind of shows that. I would agree. I don't think that they're the best team, but I definitely think that they have the most to play for, and I think that's huge. I think I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, this is their story. year. I mean, the last couple of years, it's always been like, oh, the Bills, This is, it's the Bills, Josh Allen, let's do it. And every year they fall short. And I think this is the year that they could for sure. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think we've been talking about it. Like, and I, going into this year, like the Bills were the favorites. They were the team that everyone was talking about. And then we kind of forgot about them. They've gone through some ups and downs. They lost Vaughn Miller, their big offseason signing. And I don't think they kind of just got thrown in the mix of that contenders. And now this... With the Demar Hamlin situation, I think they've kind of regained like this little chip on their shoulder. Maybe not chip on their shoulder, but they they have, got their why. Yeah, they have some something to play for, and I don't know. I that 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 story like is just so I can just see it. I can see the headlines already. I can see the Sports Center front page. I can see all the shows leading with this, and Josh Allen maybe gives an emotional. We won this Super Bowl for Demar after the. They field. give Demar Hamlin Super Bowl MVP or something like that. Like that's the re- that would be the reason yeah. they won. I mean, honestly, I'm starting to th- I'm starting to see it. He sings the national anthem. I think that'd be pretty cool. 
he comes out. They have him on like FaceTime on the Jumbotron or something. <laughs> no, I think I think it'd be awesome if they did. It's like I think everybody who doesn't have a team in this is rooting for them. I, I how could even if you like you unless you're a team it. unless you're like a diehard. Bills fan or uh, like Chiefs fan or Bengals fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying like a diehard like like Chiefs or diehard Eagles or Niners. I think a good part of you is rooting for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. All right. Let's give our anything. Anything else? I just like. Who else had the Bengals at one? Was I that? had the Bengals at one. Yeah, I just I, thought they 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 have the best roster all was, around. I, they have a really good team. They're yeah. te- they're so, and they've just been playing so good mm-hmm. that it's like it's they're going to be tough to stop. And like they're like the best second half team in the NFL as well. Like their adjustments are absurd. They come like they don't always start off hot, but second half you can count on them. Like oh. Whatever the other team was doing on offense won't work this half. Whatever they were doing on defense won't stop us this half. Like, I don't know. I just think that the Bengals have the best all-around roster. I think I think the Bills and the Bengals are the two best teams in the playoffs, and I think we got robbed of a game. I know the circumstances are very unique. We could get the – I mean, we could the rematch is next week. Yeah. If it happens. That's crazy. So, so I, you could argue, make the argument that it's an even bigger game. And we didn't know what happened. We don't know what happened the first time. We have a, from what we saw, I feel like there was a pretty, like that was going to be a really good game. That That's was, what I mean. And we get to see it hopefully next weekend. That's insane. Um, let's give four through seven. Yep. Okay. Cause that's the first half. Um, I have Niners four, Eagles five, Chargers six, Vikings seven. Um, shoot, my computer died, so this is actually really bad. But um, my four, five, six, and seven were the Niners, Bengals, Cowboys, Vikings. I had Eagles, Niners, Chargers, Bucks. We went to seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then I think we can just give the last half because that just. That discussion's not as interesting, but I had Chiefs, Eagles, Chargers, and then the Vikings. Um, I had Eagles, Niners, Chargers, Jaguars. I had Chiefs, Eagles, Chargers, and the Cowboys. All right. Chargers is pretty much our consensus six, yeah. Does anyone not have the Chargers at six so. or seven? Mitch? I'm pretty sure I have them eight. So. And you had Cowboys Vikings? Mm-hmm. Okay. You had the Vikings above the Chargers? Yeah, interesting. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my eight through 14. Jacksonville eight. I have the Giants nine. Dallas ten. Tampa Bay 11. I think I'll go Seattle 13, then Baltimore, then Miami. And Baltimore-Miami is solely because of their quarterbacks. I don't think... Yeah. <laughs> I think Seattle at least has a fighting chance. Um, my 8 was Chargers. My 9 was Giants. 10 was Bucks. 
11 Hawks, 12 Jags, Ravens 13, Dolphins 14. Add Cowboys 8, Vikings 9, Giants 10, Jags 11, Seahawks 12, Ravens 13, Dolphins 14. Okay. I had... I don't have numbers. I have to make sure that's... All right. I had the Giants and the Tech. The Texans <laughs> make an appearance in the playoffs. With Eli's Cowboys, <laughs> Texas. The word Dallas. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Wait, I got you, you. Didn't, did you put Dallas or Texas? Dallas. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Giants, Dallas, Tampa, Jacksonville, Seattle, Miami, Baltimore. Okay, I had Cowboys, Vikings, Bucks, Seahawks, Giants, Dolphins, Ravens, but I kind of want to move that around a little bit. So you had the Giants? I had the Giants at 12, and I think I want to put them at 10 over the Bucks and the Seahawks. Hmm. That's fair. Mine's pretty similar. I have the Ravens at eight, Jaguars. Whoa, Ravens, Ravens at eight? That must have been when Lamar was playing. No. He oh, God. Well, it's because he likes All right. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's the same. We're actually sharing three mics, if you forgot that. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm a big title Huntley guy. Oh, my but, God. <laughs> uh, no, you guys aren't going to like the rest of this. Um, Ravens, Jaguars, Dolphins, Giants, Seahawks, Buccaneers, Vikings. You big Vikings last Merce, Come on. <laughs> you chose Dallas to get to beat to cover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not you chose. Uh, no, no, yeah, that's what I did. I thought he chose the Vikings minus three. No, I was against both the Buccaneers and the Vikings. Okay. You were the one that was contrary. I thought, yeah, I was. A- he was against the Vikings. Yeah, I was against the Vikings. I. You think? You think? Right now, neutral playing field. But still a playoff game. You think the Vikings lose to the Ravens and the Dolphins? I think. Oh man, There's no that's essentially what that hell. means. I think they lose to one of those teams. I disagree. Interesting. I disagree I agree. with. Cole agrees. Oh, wait, wait. But Put he... Cole on the mic. Put Cole on the mic. No, 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 no. Cole's gonna say the Ravens will win. I think the Ravens I agree. will win the Super Bowl. Yeah. With Tyler Huntley. <laughs> no, no. I, I, that's. I mean, the Vikings are. Sick. I I really this is this is just because it's uninformed. I haven't really watched the Ravens a lot this this season, so um, obviously, yeah. Um, I'd like to change that. I'm gonna keep the Dolphins pretty high, but um, yeah, Tyler Huntley's. Yeah. All right. Um, do we have anything else? What, I I think, in terms of is what is the Jags, Chargers game the most interesting game to watch, or is it the Monday night game? I think the Monday night game is the most interesting. Wait, what was the Monday night one again? Bucks. Dallas Bucks. I think, I think the most the I think the Chargers Jags will be more fun to watch. Fun colors. I think the teams are better, and I think cool. that it'll be a better. I could see Dallas Tampa Bay being ten to three. Yeah, like an ugly slugfest. Like it. Yeah. I don't know. That's the way. That's the way I see that game going. Is just being a low-scoring 
just kind of gross Tom Brady. It's like three to six all game, and then Tom Brady scores a touchdown on the last drive, and it's like, oh, the goat's back, and then he goes and loses to Philadelphia the next week, or whoever they play. The Giants-Minnesota is a big one for me personally, but that's just my take hill. I'm dying on It's a big one for all of us as well because of your take. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big one. It's a big one. Enjoy your super super wild card round weekend. This is a great weekend of football. We have six big games. And after this weekend, I think we have how many more games left? Not a lot. Three, four, less five, than we had. Seven. Then we've seven watched. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's tough. All right, rock the house. Rock the house. Thanks for having me.